0: Hey guys, I am back with the chapter number 4. 29 January 1999 I have turned 16. It's my birthday today. Yay! So exciting! Wow! Whatever! Congratulations and celebrations and blah 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 blah. What's so great about being born? You have no choice or control over the date or the birth. Life is literally forced on you. Where is the fun in celebrating that? At least with the death, you have the option to choose. Push the eject button when you feel like the cockpit's getting too hot. And a birthday doesn't change anything. Except probably my 13th birthday when my throat and my body exploded, and believe you me, it was no reason to celebrate. I grew taller and my voice broke. I was thrown out of the chore and related at the back of the line in the March past. You are lucky. Look how tall you are, said Ma. Being tall is not lucky. You just run out of the place to hide. Ma gave me the best gift of all, a Parker fountain pen, the one I am writing this with. She also took a day off and made mutton biryani, Kosha and Muri Gondo. Baba made pershay with jaggery and gave me a book, The God of Small Things by Anuradhi Roy, wrapped in an old newspaper. He told me the writer, a Bengali, was given 3.5 crore rupees at ad- advance for the book. He was adamant about its greatness, though he was little disappointed in the writer who had chosen to write about the Keralite, Syrian, Christian and not Bengali Hindus. But, ah, what a coincidence. The book starts with the death of a little child, drowned in the river, left behind friends. If only Baba had read it. Unfortunately, my birthday wasn't a secret in school, either. My new school had an Asian birthday rule wherein even older students were supposed to break the monotony of uniform and wear anything that is not a part of it. A pair of shoes, a different pair of shirt or miss out the tie. I, of course, was dressed more properly than the head boy leading the march. My howdout, the perfect uniform and my silence were broken into the lunch. Take off your tie and give it to me, said Brahmi Sharma without missing a beat. She smelt of coconut oil and ponds, dream flower, talcum. Why? Happy birthday, Ragu Kangali. Try to have a good day. Now can I have my tie, please? I took off my tie. How did you know that it's my birthday? It's my job to know. I am the class monitor, she said. There is something on your nose, I said. What? She touched her nose and spoiled her fingers with blood and pus. The pimple on the tip of her nose that had ballooned with the white pus last week had finally burst. I touched my tie, which I was holding to give her, to her nose to staunch the flow. She took the tie from me and held it against the nose. I will return it to you tomorrow. Don't worry. I will ask my mama to wash it. You can keep it. Why would I want to keep it? Mm, I don't know why I said that. It's just felt like thing to say. It's not an handkerchief, said Brahmi. It's a tie. Yes, it's a tie. Also, the next time you try to hide from your birthday, be less conspicuous dressed. A well-dressed student is anomaly, not the rule, she said and smiled. I knowed it. Enjoy your birthday. She said as if she knew I won't. For the rest of the day, even though my eyes followed Brahmi Sharma, I couldn't see her anywhere during the chemistry double period practical. If she had bunked the class, she had done it very well because no one asked for her. How could people overlook her absence? Coming back to Dada. He gave me what he thought was a special gift. He told me it was an Apple Power book he'd borrowed from his boss. Inside, it was a CD with a media file he wanted me to watch. And I should have guessed what it was. It was supposedly a rite of passage for every teenager. The media file wasn't just a Kate Winslet flying down naked from the movie Titanic and came out a couple of years ago whose pirated cascade Dada got hold of. This was much more. Dada was surprised I didn't enjoy the two naked girls touching each other. You have to grow up, said Dada. I was kidding, Dada. I loved it. I lied and he smiled. I can't have Dada being miffled with me. After all, he's my insurance policy against Ma and Baba's grief. God forbid if anything happens to me... Self-inflicted or otherwise, there should be someone to hold my and Baba's hand. Isn't that the only reason why people have the second child? To have a spare part of one's broken? In our case, the spare's broken. I knew it, you bastard. Why do you play these games with me? Said Dada and slapped my back. How could I have enjoyed when I knew the two women on the screen were playing acting? They weren't enjoying kissing each other and caressing each other's body. They weren't in the love with each other. I could see that. If they hadn't promised to live their life together, to die together, if they could synchronize it, then how the hell was I supposed to enjoy what they did on screen? Now that the day has ended, I have successfully fooled Ma and Baba and Dada that I had fun turning 17. But it wasn't all that bad. I have a tendency to focus on morose and miserable. I am ignoring that Brahmi Sharma, the girl with the bleeding nose, the girl who won... sorry guys, the girl with the bleeding nose, the girl who went missing in the middle of the day, knew exactly how I felt about my birthday. So that is all for the fourth chapter. Thank you guys.